Hello and welcome to our podcast about flags. City flags are an enigma in and of themselves within the field of vexillology. Most cities have a flag, but frequently that flag is unofficial. Many cities, mostly European cities, have a coat of arms or common colour motif based on medieval heraldic banners, but these infrequently make the full journey into being an official city flag. My own home city of Cork, for instance, uses the colours red and white to represent the city, and you would frequently find supporters of Cork's GAA teams wearing red and white on match day. Cork also has a coat of arms, an illustration of a ship sailing down a river through two towers, bearing the Latin slogan, Statio Benefida Carinas, a safe harbour for ships. While you seldom see a simple red and white flag hanging around Cork, and the seal is mostly reserved for local government buildings, if you go into a tourist souvenir shop in Cork City, you will be able to buy several red and white flags bearing that city seal. This flag is perfectly representative of the city of Cork in its symbolism, but the design just wouldn't work out if the flag were to be made official. This isn't a problem the city of Chicago has. Chicago's flag features a white field with two light blue horizontal bars and four red stars lying between the bars. The blue bars run parallel to each other and the red stars have six points. The flag was designed by Wallace Rice, an author from Hamilton, Ontario, and was officially adopted in 1917 when Rice's design won a city council competition. The initial design only had two stars, which used six-pointed stars as five-pointed stars were traditionally used in national flags at the time. The first two stars were meant to represent the Great Chicago Fire of 1871 and the 1893 World Columbian Exhibition. The Chicago Fire destroyed over 17,000 buildings in the city, killing an estimated 300 people while leaving more than 100,000 people homeless, and reportedly cost the city approximately $4.7 billion when adjusted for inflation. The 1893 World's Fair, organised to commemorate the 400th anniversary of Columbus's expedition to the New World, is mostly known for the White City and its influence on city planning and technological innovations. The third star was added in 1933 to commemorate the Century of Progress exhibition that year, and the fourth star was added in 1939 to commemorate Fort Dearborn, a US military fort that was first burnt down during the War of 1812, and then again in 1871 by the Chicago Fire. Over the years, people have proposed adding a fifth star for a number of reasons, including the election of the city's first African-American mayor, Harold Washington, in 1983, the Chicago Flood of 1992, to commemorate the domination of the Chicago Bulls basketball team in the 1990s, the city's bid for the 2016 Olympic Games, which ultimately went to Rio de Janeiro in Brazil, and the foundation of the Special Olympics. The idea has even been floated to add a fifth star to commemorate Chicago's response to the COVID-19 pandemic. The two bars, aptly enough considering their colour, represent water, with the top bar representing Lake Michigan and the north branch of the Chicago River, and the bottom bar representing the Chicago Canal and the southern branch of the Chicago River. The white field, divided into three sections, each represent the north, west and south sides of the city respectively. Having never been to Chicago, my first exposure to the flag, or at least its motifs, was through pro wrestling and Chicago's favourite son, CM Punk, who utilised the four star and two bars design frequently in both his merchandise and his ring gear. When looking more into vexillology, I found that the Chicago city flag is one of the most loved city flags out there. 
In a 2004 review of 150 American city flags, the NAVA, the North American Vexillological Association, gave the Chicago flag a score of 9.03 out of 10, only just narrowly being beaten out to the top spot by Washington DC's flag. I held an informal poll on Twitter on how people felt about several flags, including the Chicago flag. My followers, to my knowledge at least, aren't all vexillologists, so it's probably not the same sort of group who the NAVA polled in 2004. The polls had the following choices. The flag is cool. The flag is alright. The flag is bad. And I hate it. 54% said the Chicago flag was only alright. 28% said the flag was cool, 15% said the flag was bad, and 3% said that they hated the flag. In the context of city flags, I think the Chicago flag is outstanding, and the fact that it's lasted the test of time so well stands to its design quality. Even if you were to include international and national flags, the Chicago flag would probably rank quite highly on most people's lists of great flags. Personally, while I love the design aesthetic of the flag and the thought and meaning put into it, I've not been one to buy into the hype as much as other people. I think it might be how the light blue doesn't contrast as strongly with the white field as much as it could. If the flag is flying on a bright sunny day, I could imagine the blue bars fading into the background a bit too much. I actually adjusted the colours of the flag in Photoshop to make the bars a variety of dark blue shades. And while the colours popped a bit more, I think the original pale blue colour is too intrinsic to what makes the Chicago flag's design so strong, because the darker shades just felt wrong to look at. In the end, I wouldn't call the Chicago flag my favourite flag, but it's unquestionable to me that you could call it anything but one of the best designed flags out there. Thank you for listening to a podcast about flags. You can follow me on Twitter at RBOSoul to keep up to date on the podcast and to listen to kind of whatever else I'm doing at the moment. Um, uh, we also have a Patreon, um, and all of that is linked on my Twitter, as I said, at RBOSoul. Um, this bit is off the cuff, and I probably should have scripted this now that I think about it, but um, I think when the, the main body of the podcast is so strongly kind of scripted, I feel like maybe a bit of off the cuff is probably not a bad idea. Um, well, if you're if you're enjoying this, please let me know. Um, you can tweet at me, as I said. Um, you can email me. You, oh God! You can email me at, um, by sending an email to a podcast about flags at gmail.com If you have any feedback or if you have any suggestions on flags I should look at or subject matter, um, I'm going to stick with the reviewing kind of talking through the story behind flags a little bit for a while. But we're going to start branching out into kind of th flag theory. Um, I know people have been in touch already with me about. Uh, writing on flags and how that feels so we're gonna we're gonna try mess around with the the structure a little bit kind of later on but for now we're gonna just talk through some some flag designs so um once again thank you for listening to a podcast about flags